The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. L.A. Straight up. Just go out to L.A. The new anthem. To live and die in L.A. West side, West side, West side. To live and die in L.A. Where everybody try to fatten block pocket. So many hustle for the cash, so it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing. Currency chasing worldwide through the hard times. Worrying faces, shed tears as we bury brothers close to heart. What was a friend now a ghost? We are not for we not sale. for sale. It's your boy MK in the house. We got the fellas here today. What's popping, fellas? Everything, brother. Everything's popping. Gladys Knight and Patty Labelle popping. I know that. How, oh, that verses, yeah, yeah, how was that, man? Oh, okay. oh man, Gladys Knight voice just you know Tony Baker comedy said it best. It felt like a warm hug, man. A warm hug. Her voice was so smooth, man. It was it was amazing. So that's your favorite? I don't I think Patty for her voice to get her best, she needs to be up and moving. But sitting in a chair, that's Gladys Knight's strength at the moment. She killed it. But you missed a question. Was it your favorite verses? That's what the man said. Oh, my favorite verses? It was uh, it's kinda hard to compare because that's a different level. But the Jill Scott Erica Badu and the Snoop DMX so far, I probably have to say is my two favorite. So that's my boy, the Lincoln lawyer over there talking. Say what's up <laughs> to the people. I got you. Uh, what's going on, MK? Jai Person Lynn, the abolitionist, a.k.a. the Lincoln lawyer. And to your right. <laughs> is the coldest cat from the Bay that ever came to L.A. Hey. My man, C. No Collins. C. No Collins, a.k.a. Hollywood. How y'all doing? Um, well, shit, to throw it back your way. We got, we got, yeah, over, over you. We got hey. some OJs in the house. That's a jump out. J Estrada Fitness, peace, love, and health. Uh, to my left is my brother cooking it up like a chef. Talk to him one time. Westrada. Westrada in the building. Miss y'all brothers. Good to see y'all. You know, I wasn't here the last show, but I'm back. And uh, with that said, you know, we're going to get it popping to the left to my boy, Two Sick Jamers. Absolutely. Too sick, Jay. Too sick to great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't got Raymond here to do the. To do. Yeah, we ain't got the whistle, you so we need you to bring it. I can't. I can't. Shout out. Shout out to RJ. What up, RJ Lewis? We love you, boy. Hey, we mad at LA traffic right now. Y'all done. Y'all done messed up today, man. Oh, it's all good, man. You know. We got to know the back row. Yeah, it's all good, man. You know. <laughs> yeah, Mr. R.J. Lewis couldn't be here today. No. But, uh, so, on L.A. Tr- Vegas uh, crap table traffic. Uh, <laughs> so, real quick, um, I just want to let the people know what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to get into uh, part two of uh, generational curses uh, because we kind of exploded. And if you haven't heard it, go back. Make sure you listen to that before you listen to this. Uh, but before we get into that, um, Sino. What's up? You like that intro? I do like the intro. You know what I mean? That's Pac, Live and Die in L.A. What, uh, what is this, 24 years since the brothers left, years, left us? 24, 24. September oh, 13th. Yeah, that, that was a cold. Where, where were you when you got the news? I was in school. Oh. 
In school? I was, right? Nah, nah, because it was nah, at it was 4 a, It was after school. We was, was we, we was on the block playing basketball. Yeah. And the homie was like, hey, Pac just died. We was like, wait, we, he was in stable condition. Well, he wasn't back in, we was back it was in school. In, it was in the 4 o'clock hour. I remember I was, I remember I was literally, I was on the hunt, I was, I was on the block playing basketball and the homie came and he was like, yo, Pop got, Pop got shot. He was like, what? Like, you, you just couldn't believe it because you almost felt like, wait, wait, no, 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 my he bad. Was he was like, he died. Yeah, he was just in stable. He was just in stable condition. Yeah, because yeah. you was like, you was like, he was supposed to make it. Like yeah, niggas yeah. at that point was even making jokes about yeah, Pac. Like, oh, yeah. this nigga got shot again. Like you, he was gonna pull out, pull yeah. through. Excuse me. They but, said he was getting better and better that Thursday, that Friday. Here, it was like, man. Yeah, so, I was on so my what, way to what, practice what really, for Baldwin Hills. What really took him out then? If he was getting better and better. I don't, I I don't know. It's still a mystery. He, yeah. he might be in the uh, DR. We need to go right. see. He wasn't there. He I might be in Cuba. I've <laughs> <laughs> been there a few oh, times. He, <laughs> might, he might be in Tulum. <laughs> All right, man. Get get back on track, man. Here y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm happy, you know, y'all were in school and playing ball. I was at work. You know, I was doing real shit. Oh, okay. Hey, hold on. Playing was, football when he was real shit. We went undefeated that year. I was supporting my family at the time. Y'all was still doing childhood we, games we and shit. I was a grown children. ass man. We was children. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's what yeah. children are yeah. supposed to do, okay? I don't know, bro. Not in this society. You weren't working at 13. You weren't at working at 13. Yeah. I definitely was working at 12. What <laughs> kind of work were you doing at 12? Hey, I tell you, I tell you, I had a few jobs at 12. He had that station wagon I shot, at 12. I, shot, I remember I that. I was shining shoes at 12. I worked at the You know what I'm saying? And I was sleeping here in the barbershop. And that's on the, that's on the record. Anybody okay. can tell you that. You definitely I definitely was working. taxes on that. It's no, not I de- on and I cut grass. Absolutely. I cut me, I cut me some grass. Yeah. 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 I, was, I was hustling at 12. Nigga. But you know what? I want to go back to our, to our intro. Uh, What's popping? To live and die in LA. Uh, we've had an interesting week, you oh, know. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. we, we've seen a lot going on outside the city, but in the city, talk about it. I mean, is yeah, the war on? In the, it, in the hub it, city, the war it, is on. Has the it begun? Been on. Has the war, it begun? The war been the war on. Been I think on. retaliation is at an all-time high right now. I think it's it's to the point to where, you know, it's it's uh it's it's time now that uh, people have decided to take it up on themselves to uh, seek vengeance. And uh, I think that's a natural, uh, that's a natural thing that's bound to occur. So what we're talking about right now, and and, and I want to be clear that I'm not, we're not, advocating violence against any law enforcement. Uh, but at the end of the day, people have started to resort to, you know, what they know best. You know what I mean? And, and we've had two sheriff's deputies in the city of Compton that are fighting for their lives right now, and hopefully they pull through. But man, we are at the point where what was it just like a straight up ambush? That's yeah. what it looked like. It's um, it's really unfortunate, you know. In my opinion, it's really something that, you know, we all kind of you know anticipated due to all the things that's happening in this world, you know, with police brutality, and uh, for those cops to be on a force just 14 months and uh, 24 years old, you know, even makes it a little more you know saddening. Right. Um, it's nothing we want to see. Uh, happen you know to anybody especially those of us who have loved ones on the force but you know at the end of the day i think it's more of a spiritual thing um with the wrath of god coming with everything that's coming you know at us so fast during 2020 it's just like you know everybody's fed up you know so you you, I, you playing with spirits go I, ahead i just go want ahead. to touch on that because i was having an interesting conversation uh-huh. just about the spiritual aspect of like what's going on right now 
And I mean, you got the fires, you got sickness. I went out to the pool, got bit up by all these mosquitoes. Me and my wife looking all, you know, you know, uh, uh, bumped up. I'm just like, damn, is it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it really make you question that. Like, you know, that was just like my two cents. Nah, it is. We're in that moment. And like Josh said, at some point you have to expect it. As much as we're, we're not for the, the ambush as far as us. But we're really not, we're, we're also not for the ambush that took place against Dijon Kizzy as well. Okay. And anybody that's outraged by the ambush on the officers has to be outraged on the ambush on Dijon Kizzy and all the other black men that get ambushed by these police every day. And also, quick stat, uh, last year, I think 34 police officers died at the hand of gunfire while on duty. Um, as a total of last year, nationwide. and also nationwide, 1,018 uh, civilians were killed by law enforcement. Um, so that's a huge statistic. That's a lopsided st statistic. But that tells you right there that um, at this point, it, it is an all-out war, and I think that retaliation does speak volumes. Do you think, do you think right now at this particular time we're, uh, we're in a race war? To a degree, to a degree, and here on the southwest part of the country is different because right. other parts, you know, it might be black and white in Louisville, but here it's, it's crazy because I don't personally feel animosity from the brown community outside of government employment, you know, but the, the brown community in government employment, particularly cops, They've been going hard on our people, men, women, and different. They've been going hard. And so we got that racial element as well as the black and white and then the black and yellow and then the black and black. So, But I don't think it's a race war as much as a, a war of those who feel people need to obey the government versus those who feel people should be free and live their lives as they choose. What do you mean, obey? obey the government what are we talking about? like it's every every people that came to america came from a monarchy whether we came as enslaved people or we came from britain germany wherever mexico all of that it was a monarchy this is the democracy this is the the uh first example of it and so that's people's state of nature to a certain degree so those people that feel like that's right and with the the government is the monarch it the, the monarchy is the government so you obey them you listen to them you do what they say and if you don't then whatever happens to you is okay because you went against the monarchy mm -hmm. and that's where I, I feel like the the battle is and that's why I don't think it's necessarily racial it's not black and white or black and brown it's those that feel like uh, overall, and there's there's little subsections to it once you break it down, but overall it's those that feel like the individual should be free to live a certain way and those that feel like the individual should be subject to the government. Mm. I want to see how that relates to our main topic, which is generational curses. Now, when you say everybody, now you specifically, Jai, do you feel like it strikes, strikes a nerve within you, to feel some sort of way when you do hear that type of news um, in the in the media, 
you know, in, in terms of how, it's, how it reflects on you and what you do and your culture, your job, your occupation, what you stand for as a man. Do you feel like that that's uh, some sort of uh, relation to your, your generational um, DNA, your generational curse, if you, if you will say? Uh, and let me just clarify, the hearing the news of the questions related to hearing the news of the ambush on the sheriffs mm -hmm. uh, as it relates to the general uh, generational curses that I suffer from. Sure. And for me, one, what it, what it does is it, it's unique because the, we all have this understanding of justice of fairness right. and so in that side of it it's like there's that sense that okay if it's happening on this side it's bound to happen on that side so it doesn't necessarily offend that sense of fairness in a general sense for those mm -hmm. specific people mm -hmm. I don't know if they've ever participated in an unlawful stop you know they could have been the ones that we all want officers to be like uh, but for me specifically, Cause, as it cause relates I, to I guess, I guess, let me just be frank. This what we're talking about is like this eye for an eye, you know, yeah. kind of concept, right? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I remember Which growing is the up, law of nature. and me personally, right? The law of nature, and, and we all grew up with grandmothers, and they would say, uh, "Well, I don't care how much you guys fight. You guys need to make sure you love each other outside of this household. Don't let nothing happen to one another." And I think that what we're seeing is this eye for an eye thing starting to take place and it's actually starting to make sense for a lot of people yeah. in terms of them feeling that peace. Yeah, and, it, and, and I understand that because part of our, the curse of being a descendant of enslaved African is specifically for me is having to endure that unfair and unjust treatment. Mm. Like it's uh, the, the part and and even that is still not even that's not arbitrary. Same way every blessing isn't arbitrary and it's only a blessing. Even every curse isn't arbitrary. The one good thing about dealing with that particular curse is that it does allow us to be some of the strongest people on earth that we survive despite what we go through in that particular regard. Um, but it does also re-traumatizes. Yeah. Day to day, when we see it, when we hear it, when I'm out there today just trying to drive home and get some rest before we come here for the podcast, and my day is deterred by 30 minutes because I see this big police action, and I come out, and they like, man, we standing there, and they just ran up on us, and now we got 15 LAPD officers in the jump-out suits all out here. It's like I'm re-traumatized now. So let me ask you this. What specific generational curse are we talking about here because when we're, mm -hmm. when we're when we're talking about generational curses we're talking about like negative patterns mm -hmm. from your family yeah. history that you right. find being repeated in your own <clears throat> life and so that's why i want to get clarification on what are we speaking on because you said something that i think is very broad right and you said the generational and and i'm, I'm going to paraphrase but you mm -hmm. said like the generational curse of being descendants from enslaved people that's very yeah. broad yeah. and I want to try to narrow it down because you know last week I brought up a specific example of you know what a generational curse is in my family yeah. so I want to try to narrow yeah. it down to what we're actually talking about and not be so broad 
Um, so let's rein it in a little bit and speak, you know, personally. Like, and I'm, I'm going to just turn right to my right. Like, personally, what patterns, negative patterns of behavior from you, yay, that you feel has been passed down from your family and something that you're looking to break, something that you've identified? Oh, it's crazy because I, I had this conversation with my dad earlier. And, um, you know, like, it's so many different um, forms of generational curses that I've experienced throughout different relatives in my family, certain things that they've been through. Um, and my dad was, um, he asked me, what do you think, you know, he was like, what curse do you think that I passed down to you? And I said, well, you know, once I got an idea of how you grew up, you more so passed down um, a curse of me of like, um, how do you say, like, uh, uh, Pops wasn't really like strict on, you know, like education, making sure you go to college or making sure, you know, like, like he didn't, they didn't really care. Like um, in our, in our family, I think it was more so like how they grew up to, you know, just figure out a place you can go work for 20, 30 years and, and then um, retire. And that was, that was, um, you know, a, a, a plan of um, success for our family then. But it's also other things that, that have also happened in my um, family as well that have, that have, you know, I'm definitely cursed through uh, multiple women, you know what I'm saying, infidelities. Um, all of these things have been passed down to me as well. Um, <laughs> um, whether it's that, whether it's you the drinking. You just say infidelities, nigga? Plural. Yeah. That's been passed down to you. Absolutely. Some, who passed down an infidelity to you? Uh, a lot of people. My father, my uncles before that, you know, yeah, a lot of so people. So would you call that just obsession? No, I would call it a generational curse. Because somewhere it's like, do you believe in a learned <laughs> behavior? I'm just saying. Do you, believe that, do you believe in a learned behavior? Yeah, but you okay. just said infidelities. I'm trying to figure out if... You're saying that somebody in your family had was, I guess, had an infidelity relationship. You're saying that it automatically is passed on to you. Absolutely, it's passed down because Genera the, the that's, simple, the whole, that's the whole point of a generational curse. It's passed down. Like if you, I'm just trying to figure that out because you're trying, well, I'm, I'm you're trying to you. convince a woman that, hey, look, man, my grandfather cheated on my grandmother, so this is why this is happening right no, now. No, no, no. Well, it's, 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 but, it's, that, but that, but that's, but that's, but that's the premise that we're talking about. We're you know, talking about negative patterns can... passed down right. from generation to generation. Now, let me ask you this: Was that unknown? And that that doesn't mean justified. Justified. I grew I grew up with watching this go on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I I grew up. And so did Mike. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think you're saying it justifies it. You just say no, this is what, just, this no, no. where it stems from. You just it's, identify. This it's kind of like where identifying where it stems like from. Everyone was fully aware. Okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even the young ladies, some in certain instances, were yeah. fully aware of what's going on. Okay. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, when I, when I, I say this to say that it's it's kind of like when you see. A guy that you, you know, have been cool with your whole life, he outside and he's smoking a joint. Eventually, you're going to want to know what that joint feel like. Well, why is he smoking a joint? That's that's something that's been passed down to you or regardless yeah. of if it's or if you go, come up in a family yeah. and you guys just have, you know, tradition, whether it's right or wrong. You know, Especially you, if that's big, bro. Right. Uncle. I mean, if, if you want to think about if you want to go back and you and you really pay attention to like, 
a lot of a lot of white people that we have that that may have been involved in in watching a black man get lynched from a tree, and they sit down and they eat, you know, they eat a whole little spread. You know what I'm saying? They they sit at the table and watch watch a nigga just dangle from a tree. The the art and the idea that why you consume a meal has got to be the sickest thing. But in their eyes, as a kid, okay, they had no idea that it was wrong. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, he, I mean, here's also the thing. Like you know, you're your father's child. Like growing right. up, you you look for your father for you know to teach you how to be a man ultimately, right. And, right. And, and that's the man who you look to. And and right. if that man is you know, practicing infidelity, you know, it's only kind of like natural for you to kind of like pick things up like that, you know, whether you want to or not, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. go, go ahead, go ahead. And, and the thing is, like, we can have two people in the same household, one see it, and because they see it, they reject it, mm -hmm. and the other see it, and because they see it, they embrace it. And so, it's... It's still a generational curse. It's just for whatever reason, this one rejected that curse. Because they live in a so fantasy. That, you know well, what I'm well, saying? Some people can live is. in these in these type of atmospheres, and that and 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 they want to. Because I've done it before. It's, it's sometimes people you want to protect your family and how people see you, especially when you're younger and you see, oh well, you know, Chris's dad, man, they're they look like a great family. You know, they hug, they make barbecue, and and the mom mm -hmm. and everybody, and so so you know, in your household that this shit ain't going on. You know that something is fucking wrong. However you yeah. see from TV, you know, because sometimes TV was really like our our platform. Yeah, of yeah. What, of your what, model, or what a family right, look like, or what yeah, a family yeah. is supposed to look like. So you know, once you've seen that, you know what that that this family right here, they kind of do the same shit that I see on TV. You know, everybody's close. They sit down. They eat dinner together. They sit at one table. Then you go over to your homeboy house. The mama cook dinner. One nigga eating on the couch. Other nigga yeah. eating outside. <laughs> this and that. And you say, well, wait. This is a little different than what, I, than what I'm used to seeing. Now, with know? that said, with that said, this is what I wanted to get at. Like, do you kind of see that as a cop-out? Like, you know, pops was like this. Uncle was like nah. this. Before you about to pull your, your you know, get, do your thing. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Do you see, so so so? So are you trying point, to break yeah, the chain? I, are you I see what he's saying. Yeah, are yeah. you trying to? What are you doing on trying well, to break well, break we, that chain? We all are struggling from some sort of curse. Like even 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 in our daily lives. So of course we want to. You know, every generation you want to do what's better than the next. And like and it's funny because it's like, like I said, my my pops when we talked about our generational curse. <laughs> He passed down to me and told me, like, you know, when I when I was saying I didn't care much about education and things and that, and all he cared about is, hey, you go to school, then after that you get you a job. In his eyes, that was a a, a a valuable bar for me. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't because it wasn't much more that was that was needed from him. Like no one told him. Yeah. You know, if you look at my grandma, my grandma, my grandma was like, she'll tell you, like, she was a, you know, um, she was a hard-working woman, you know what I'm saying? But my grandma had a lot of street in her. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I didn't watch, I didn't watch my grandma shoot at people, hmm. you know what I'm saying, and all kind of stuff. So it's a, little, it's a little different than how my dad turned out yeah, based, but, off but, of the, based off I of got where a, he came I got a from. question, not to cut you off. Have you identified those reasons why he carried out those actions? Or are you just going off of the fact that 
those actions are similar to yours, well, so you what feel like are you talking about? Uh, the actions that he's not not his grandmother shooting at people. You, we all know that <laughs> too sick is uh you know he he's with the shits. But I'm talking about the actions of infidelity, and specifically because I look at the, my attraction to the opposite sex is is just biology. I mean, mm-hmm. if you put two, if you put attractive women and attractive men. In a in a room one on one, they obviously are going to attract themselves to each other. Right. But I'm trying to figure out where where did you identify that it was a curse when it comes to you know that or or have you even studied why absolutely why it was for him? You I, know what I'm saying? I, I noticed it was a problem the moment. Well, the moment I noticed that I had different people that was involved in my life and they were carrying out their life in a different way. And that's how you know when something is a problem, when you're not, when you're, when you're seeing, if I got five cousins and the same thing happened to their mother, father, brothers, all of them live their life in this one way. And then I got three friends who go through the same shit and they don't live their life like either one of them. And then I'm observing this, right? And I'm observing not only just them, I'm observing the results. From it, like some of these motherfuckers is getting divorced. Man. Some of these motherfuckers is having domestic violence relationships. Man. Some of these motherfuckers is this and that. And then I, I look at a friend of mine or a couple friend of mine. And I'm like, wait a minute, none of this is happening in their household. Yeah. Uh, Pops had a different upbringing to the point to where he knew like he just had to get out of his his town that he grew up in. You know what I'm saying? Which is you know like I said, Pops. Pops grew up in um, East St. Louis. So it's a little different, man. It's the crazy part about, it, like, I, I was just there not too long ago, and I was talking to one of my cousins who, who she's actually a, a teacher there because we don't realize that there's poverty in other places in, of the world in the U.S. that we haven't even experienced. So, like, East St. Louis is a town today of 32,000 people which don't seem like a lot. I think it's more people in, in the city of Bell Gardens. Let me, let me, let me stop you right yeah, there before trying. we go too far because I want to I wanna kind of hit a little bit on what you were just saying yeah. as far as uh, the laws of attraction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Biology. Were you saying that that kind of negates the idea? Yeah, of I, think, I think there's there's a self-accountability piece missing like kind of okay. C-Note was saying. I think that we not understanding that just because you may have experienced uh, seeing infidelity. I mean, the only reason it's considered infidelity is because we grew up in a nation where there are marriages and husband single single marriage. You know, husband and wife marriages. But well, in other countries, that wouldn't be considered infidelity. So I, I don't want you guys to just. Well, no, it, it would. Even in a plural marriage society, stepping out on your, you can still, you can have three wives and still step out on your marriage with some fourth woman. Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is, have we identified that piece in which we feel like what's causing us to do that, versus mm-hmm. us just looking at the action, saying, well, okay, well, I, I like women. He's, he likes a lot of women too. Uh, I guess it's but a it's generational curse. Well, no. I, no, no, I think, and if we stay focused on what we're talking about, <laughs> in whatever society, in the particular one we live in, that is quote unquote a negative. Because if you, I'm it just is. saying, just, our, all right, that's what, and that, and that, 
is what makes it a generational curse. Well, I think what it is is because the the charisma can't be the generational curse, but it is. It is part of it because without the charisma, you can't do the you can't do the womanizing. That's the you can't do the womanizing without the charisma. So, but it's it's the way that we wield our strength and our power because the charisma is a strength, but it's also what allows you to finesse and womanize. That's just that, but that was just one example. What I was using as a, a generational curse. Yeah. Like, let me let me let me let me let me make it bigger for a second. Right. Let's let's go bigger because we've explored yeah. the womanizing. Right. We've explored the shit out of that. Right. Let me make it bigger. Again, sticking to the definition, we're talking about patterns of negative behavior exactly. passed down. Yeah, yeah. Is racism a generational curse? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but it's well, this. Hold is on. Thing. Hold on. Because I heard a sigh. Yeah, the side. I, I want to hear you. Is racism a generational curse? Is racism is even clearly defined? You know, I think that racism to me has a lot to do with the, your pursuit towards uh, towards wealth in our country. I think that st- systematically, you can actually uh, hold someone uh, uh, from actually obtaining wealth, and I think that that's actually a, a, a racism because the only aspect of race, it to me, is rich and poor. Those are two. Races that exist to we, me. We, yeah. man, that's, that's wonderful that really, you ain't black I, no more. I do see. I do see now. the fact that there is a lot of <laughs> let, the, let the plane land. Let its plane. Let I do feel. Land. I do feel like that the victimization <laughs> of it all has to do with okay, what color has America identified me as? Instead of looking at it, where where do I fit Why? in the actual economic pool? Jason. And at the end of the day, you guys can say whatever you want, but. The reason why you're getting upset is because no one's upset. That's your no, generational. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. You spent because right now what you're doing is you you're spinning a narrative. You know what I'm saying? For you to say rich and for poor, who who created the money? It wasn't black people, nigga. You living in a society that you don't own. There's no ownership here for you, bro. There's no ownership here for me. He own his house. You know what I'm saying? But, but but that's not ownership. You know we don't own the land. We own our house. Yeah, of course, hey, we own our hey, house. You know what's funny when, the when they when they first came to this country, the Indians said the the natives said, "This is not our land. This is everyone's land." Yeah, but what so happened your to whole, them? Your whole mindset in terms of owning something is totally messed what up happened because to the of natives? the fact that you've been conditioned to think of life as no, as from an economical so level. Why, so we, why do you why do you think of it the same way? Like you talk all that shit all the time about we gotta own and cash out and no debt. Why, that, why because do you, why do you there, go seek to beca- own things? Because I'm gonna tell you right right now. I just told you, in a capitalistic structure is the matrix, right? It's the matrix you live in. If you say I'm gonna spend all my money and that's that's on you, I could tell you that you you made sure you debt free. That way you don't pass that on to your to your family or your kids who coming up after you. That's the smart thing to do. At the end of the day. When you're talking about looking at life as is racism a generational curse, well, I mean, everybody has to answer that individually. To me, I feel like racism is not a generational curse. But you know it is, though. You know, be, what's, your definition of is... of, of gener- what's your definition of generational curse, or does it not exist to you? No, I think generational curses are, are things that are, are more so deep embedded into our psychology, like... Uh, our intensity to pursue life. I think racism is deeply embedded. 
into our psychology. Yeah, I would agree. It's definitely a gay thing. Yeah, only in our country. But see, this is first of all, that's not true. First of all, that's not true. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Cino because he had the biggest reaction to to racism only in our country. And 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 again, because race is really, I mean, racism is a very global thing. When you go to our okay, cool. Your black guys go to another yard. Yeah, no, not him. Wait, 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 go to a different wait, country. Not him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm the guy who so, I'm talking to. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go, to, hold go on, hold to a on. different country, right? Let's go. Let's say you go to the Philippines. They're not gonna say, "Oh, you're you're black and you white." No, they're gonna say you Filipino. No, even they've been di- discriminated against Absolutely. for being a darker Dr. Asian. Philippi- no. that darker, like that, that, like yes, the skin this, color plays a part in it. Yes, so yes. You, so you're dark, telling me right? So you're, te- got a, a, so you're a, telling a, me right now that there were not pharaohs in Egypt? Wait, hold on one second, Jason. I want you to That's what I'm get trying your to point out. out. I want man. you to get your point out. Y'all act like the slave master not, is always black. My point I mean, is, I was always ra- white. I'm telling you, the slave master can be black thing. too. Racism is a very global thing. Racism is a very global thing. So what happens when the slave master is black? Is it still racism? Yes. Yeah, because I mean, when you when you think about you think about something as simple as like Australia, where you look at the the Aboriginal people, they're darker people, yeah. they're discriminated right. against. Yeah. So you're gonna have discrimination when you when I you understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like even within. Black America, right? Yeah, because you could be light skinned discriminated against me because I'm darker skinned. It's yeah. gonna have to be a generational curse based on what the definition well, is. Well, but the gen- racism is definitely a generational curse of America. Okay, I think Thank let's to, to be clear. Okay, yeah, it's okay. a generational curse of, of America. America. Now, how that relates to our individual lives is what differs from person to person, and and so in my particular life the way that I see it as a curse is that it's hard for me to even think about other things it's hard for me to uh, focus on other things I just want to live my life and and earn a good living and acquire some property to pass down and, and have a legacy but it's everywhere I turn everywhere I look when those 12 15 cops was out there today uh, hemming up a couple black men and stopping the whole community from moving, not one of them was black. And so I have to look at that the way it's a generational curse to me is that I can't see that as just a police action. Mm-hmm. I have to see that as a racial encounter. Yeah, right. and that's, and that, that, yeah. yeah, I agree with that, Jai, in that, you know, um, perspective. You know, racism is a general um, racial curse um, as it pertains to America. Yeah. You know, when I think of a generational curse, it's, it's basically negative patterns in my family history that I have repeated in my own life. That's yeah. exactly what a generational so, curse is. So when Mike said narrowed it down to, you know, us as individuals, mm-hmm. me, a genera- my, my generational curse has been, you know, rebellion, you know, which has been sort of a gift and a curse. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's me overcoming um have, having the you know um, you know that that fierceness in my personality to overcome you know these curses, and um, overall it's just been also health you know seeing my grandparents die of lung cancer colon cancer, uh, my 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 uh, grandmother who I never met who died when my father was one years old um, die of um, you know asthma and um, pneumonia right so me. Um, when I was diagnosed with cancer, um, I chose to overcome it or thought to my, um, you know, my family history and right. said, I'm not going to be that one. 
And I think that that's something that directly impacted me and mm-hmm. made me want to, you know, kind Overcome of fight that. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, so for you to to break that curse, stopping yeah. with you, I would imagine going forward when you have children, whenever yeah. you're going to teach them to eat a certain way, you're going to so that you could make sure that they don't subscribe to that particular curse of not necessarily taking care of themselves. I, yes, I don't know but also that. with, you know, in a modern era and with technology today, I'm going to continue to educate myself Okay. because we can all always go back to falling into that, at, um, you know, that state of, well, hey, this is just how it is. Everybody in the world getting cancer. But, you know, it's only 10% of black men that's living past the age of 65, you know, in this whole world. So when I look at it like that, I can say, well, is that let me a legit just... stat? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah, ain't that scary. Yeah, that's I, I that's scary. Know that. yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. If that's, that's a legit like five stat. Five years, fam. Okay. Yeah. So what <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> so, just to, so just to clear my final point, what I'm saying is you can always, as an individual, just say, well, shit, everybody like that. Shit. Shit, James Pops. Shit, my, right. Jay Pops. Shit, everybody looking fucked up right now. So let's just enjoy this shit. Right. You know, you can always have that, you know, curse, generational curse that affects you, but that's how I look at it. But I, I think I think it gets a little deeper than that. Like when we so like one one I'm gonna give you an example, like this this is gonna be kinda like just thrown out there. Think about a, a young lady that has been passed down in a, a, a family where the men in the family have, have raped the women. Okay? Man. And then think think about now think about Think about a young lady that's out here that's telling everybody that she's single and that she can't find anyone due to the fact that the men that are growing up in today's society have not been equipped to deal with a young lady with that much pain. Now, does it mean that she's worthless? No. You know what I'm saying? But do we do we do we take the time to to sit back and think that what caused this girl to go through all this pain and how do we deal with her? You know what I'm saying? Because there's nothing wrong with the young lady, but society, they throw they tend to throw those type of women away. Because number one, sometimes, number one, they either they may have intimacy issues due yeah. to the fact that 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 you know these things have occurred to them yeah. and it's not their fault. Or or sometimes it has a lot to do with um the way they communicate. They may they may spaz out. Or yeah. something, and then that's where you get these niggas is walking around talking about black women are crazy, and yeah. not knowing the history of what they've gone through but like, that have but, made but, that have made them conforming yeah. to this individual. I, I, I feel what you're saying, but go ahead. I was just saying, well, to echo that, it, the lacking the the resources and the the tools to deal with that part of it, part and and the part of a generational curse that's that important. we have is not discussing it right so it's like in in our grandmother's generation this abuse happened to this woman it went undiscussed right then our mothers got this abuse it went undiscussed but see that's, that's the true. curse that's that's, that's what's passed it is that's, that's what's passed down in this form but, that's individuals. Where, but that's what we have to do right now in order to break these curses we have, we have to identify identify it and talk about it identify and talk about because you got or you have to have that breaking point for yeah. you getting cancer was the breaking point right for you to take action absolutely yeah. Yeah. and um you know just being in that state of mind but to for Tajai's point i like that example because and to Jane's point, you know, when you have someone in your family that has abused somebody, Man. I went I went through my whole childhood into my adulthood before I learned that 
somebody had abused, you know, my little cousin. Yeah, right. nah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's kind of like, dang, why was it not talked about? And yeah. like you said, yeah. that needs to be talked about. Absolutely. And I think people are afraid of these conversations. It, it's not even just that, that though. But, but do you think you didn't weren't part what? of that discussion because you were younger at that point? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because I, I realize a lot of, like, how my family's got fucked up in different ways as yeah. an adult where I don't like didn't realize it like you know what I'm saying as a kid but do you think you being adolescent like you know what I'm saying was 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 you know like maybe this conversation is isn't you're not ready for this you're not ready for the truth no because I think to me when I turn 14 and 15 I think I'm ready for conversations like that okay. um 16 17 I didn't know till you know I was like 28 Gotcha. And then when you're 28, your family still ain't trying to have a conversation. That's yeah. just like, but, leave but that I, in the past. But I see the result of other um, yeah. people under them doing the same but thing. But it, it puts us in that position to where we have to force the elders in our family to confront these things, which puts us in the potential of being like separated from the elders by because if they don't want to deal with it, and we keep forcing that to deal with it. Now they just cutting us off. And at the same time, they don't have fathers, mothers. It's single. It's, it's everything is a broken foundation. Ex and that's so, part of so it's kind of like you, yeah. you say you look at yeah. people even from, from, from afar. We all do it. Why did R. Kelly do this? Or, or why did he rape her? Because what you happened, left him by himself. No, no, no. But what like, happened? What happened to R. Kelly? He was molested. Okay, so that was part of his generational curse. But hold on, hold on. So. I don't know if I buy that because I, I think there's a, I, I don't I don't because there's He's a just difference. Sick, huh, well no there's a difference and and Jason and I talked about this but there's a difference between generational curse and and PTSD right you yeah. know what I'm saying like yeah. I, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't or is PTSD a generational curse yeah. I don't know but here's the thing I think he brought it up as far as this whole R Kelly thing and him being molested. <laughs> I think he went on about his way for doing what he was doing as part of his traumatic stress that he endured. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I, do not, I do not believe that, you know. But but the definition of generational curse you gave us was yes. behaviors. Right. Negative you, patterns, yes. Negative and, patterns. And patterns yeah. and behaviors. And behaviors. Yeah, so that's, the many things that, influence that your would behavior. fall in that, in many, that line. Many things influence in your opinion. behavior. That's a good, that's a so good point. So it's not completely exclusive, but it, I, I would say many things do influence your behavior. Yeah, that's absolutely. Right. Yeah, and that, and that, yeah, that you know definitely could have been one of them because he may he may struggle generational curse in the black community and he may struggle from trying to cope with yeah. some people they have to they have to switch their mind somewhere else and do oh. something else to allow them to cope with certain things that they feel doesn't doesn't because too much it's a, it's a chemical imbalance that. that's right. what when I worked for the sexually violent predator unit and we had to look into all these paraphilias which is all the different Sexual proclivities, so necrophilia, pedophilia. But be all careful when you say it's a chemical imbalance because now we're justifying a behavior. No, it's not justifying a behavior. It's a mental illness. Explaining that when you have a sexual. about that, y'all. Y'all can't stop. Stop for a second. You guys are about to say something that's going to basically admit that. It's a mental illness for these Catholic priests to be raping these. That is a wards. mental illness. That ain't no mental nah, illness, nah, bro. Nah, that's no, a that's an actual. Right. That as mental you illness. cannot determine what's right in someone's mind. No, they they don't. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. We all can't speak at the same time. I can't subscribe We all can't speak at the same time because I want to hear. See, no, I want you to get in on this because that's a major statement. 
So yeah, yeah. Everybody don't get the mil- mental illness pass. Some okay. motherfuckers is just like just sick. It's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, and that's a part. Shit. That's a part they of got, mental they illness. Sworn I, know, oath, I know. They got I know. sworn oaths to doing stuff like that. That's yeah. a part in a real life situation. Science. When you have a sexual encounter, your body has a chemical release. Exactly. When you are too, when you are pre-puberty. That can create a permanent imba- chemical imbalance right. that leaves you sexually at the age that you had that first uh, sexual experience. Se- and that's why that. pedophiles create pedophiles. So hold on one second. I yeah. want Jason to respond to that because Not you all, talk a lot about often. you know chemical body. I want yeah, you to respond to I what he's the, saying because I think you're, at the, you're, you're at against the end it. of the day, y'all got to be careful what y'all say because you guys are basically saying that these yeah. are these are solely the things that actually could make a, a repeated behavior uh, passed down to uh, affects the next generation negatively, which is not the sole thing. You got to consider these guys have also sworn oaths. They've also may have taken in certain chemicals that uh, that they've. Eaten that has caused their mind to shift. So, hold on, direction. but this is this, this is what I'm I want. I'm talking about this everything. Is, this is what I want, though, Jason. I want you. Can you refute what he's saying uh, chemically? I guess. Do, can we agree biologically. biologically? I'm sorry. Can we agree with with what he's saying? Yeah. Any t- any time you have a sexual experience, there is a chemical uh, memory that takes place within chemical that chemical release in your body. Okay. And we have to realize so, that sex is a more of a, so a I mental don't, thing. I don't want to dis I don't want to discount that. Okay, so what, uh, man, what, I, what I am saying, <laughs> what I am saying I is this. What I am I, saying hold is on, this. I, I need to let something land, land, and then we go in here. Yeah, what I am saying is this. Let's say somebody has a, a experience, right, and they they actually uh, are molested. Now you're saying that they're gonna go and molest others because of that? No, no. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it can leave you sexually like desirous of that age at that age like that's what you know we we had one dude in the sexually violent predator unit that got to the Colinga state hospital and was like yo i'm here with the guy that did it to me and it's just they they don't i had one guy tell me that he shouldn't be there because this is for violent predators and he was trying to give her pleasure and her was six years old but in his mind he couldn't see why it was wrong now i don't think he should be out there uh, free to just molest kids because he don't see it's wrong. It's still wrong, but I'm I'm just saying that this is part of the reason why we have You're to have just the explaining the reason, yeah. And then it's, we come to the discussion. It's definitely a mental right. illness due to the fact of, you know, when you think about when sex is more of a mental thing. You know what I'm saying? You look at someone and there's the state of attraction. That goes along. You don't just you don't just say dick get hard. But y'all only you know looking at it from a mental. From, y'all only looking ha- at it from it a victim to, point of view. What about the what about the person who's committing the act intentionally? That's but, but that's what I'm trying exactly. to explain to you. What I'm what I'm explaining but to you is that. But I think that's what he was saying. They committed it <clears throat> intentionally, but this is why. Right. But I don't think that's the only reason. I don't think it's that black and white. There's yeah, a lot of gray area. Right. That's there's why, a, there's that's a lot why, of gray area. That's and why I, wa- I want to explore that. Yeah. So, so, I, so I'm hearing that part, so I want to hear what someone else has to say about. So so it's two things, and I think you guys are kind of saying the same thing, but what, I'm, what I want to clarify, Jaye, what you're saying is they're not aware that it's wrong because the, he did it to me. So, is some, that what you're some saying? Of, some of them are actually not aware that it's wrong. Right. Other ones are aware... But the urge they can't overcome. control. They can't urge. control it. Yeah, because yeah, I think yeah. there are people who are very well aware, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, why yeah. they hide it, and that's yeah, why yeah, they yeah. try. But, to, those, but that are, those people still have a mental 
If yeah. you if it's like this, it's like this. Yeah, it's like true. this, Wes. If I know that robbing a bank is wrong, right, and I still go do it, I'm mentally fucked up about robbing banks. Even if everybody told you oh, you should go it. rob a bank. Even, even and, yeah, and it's, it's like I know the like. cause and yeah. effect. All right, this so is, wait, this is called, wait this one second, wait one second, because Wes says something that everybody just no. let it go. I heard it though. He what said, say? "Or I'm just poor." Poor. Yeah. So out of need, there's yeah. a necessity. Yeah. So, but I don't. But I don't. But there's, I as it equates to that, there's there's no necessarily necessity to have sexual relations That's with what a I'm child. asking. Right. The, the That's same way as somebody's looking at it like, I need to get this money to feed I, myself. To eat, to right. eat, to I don't, survive. Yeah, yeah that, that right. doesn't equate I think, the same I think way. this is where it it's becomes a curse, mental. and you guys touched it, on it earlier. It's not. It nah, becomes nah. a curse when the person is afraid to talk about it. Or when they are told, hey, if you tell someone this, you won't go to heaven. Or if they're told, hey, if you tell someone this, the family will reject you forever and no one will ever believe you. That's where it becomes a curse, when somebody consciously tells them not to say anything. Yeah, and, it be, and it because for those people that know it's wrong and have those desires, they got to get them out to, to not do it. So it's, when I say get them out, I'm talking about talk to a therapist, talk to somebody, Otherwise, are they got to? Are they just got to get their ass whooped? You know what I'm saying? But and, that's and not going to change the desire. It's not going to change the fact that that's what they're doing. Desire. They have to get to a place to control it. Otherwise, it's like it's a it's like a rabid it's like a rabid dog. It's you like know, it ain't if we live in 1950, yeah. we just what, do shock therapy and hopefully that, that, that gets that, that, that 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 a shotgun would definitely change the desire. I guarantee. I I did. It is. I am of that mindset. Like if you are that to that point. That you just cannot help yourself, right? Then maybe you. And we're, we're not. I'm not saying that we subscribe to these people doing doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. One thing, hey, Jai made a great point, man, and I carry his his thought with me everywhere I go. It's one thing that he said, man, that that really just it stuck with me when he was saying, like, um, he made a point. He said, you know what, you can you can break your leg, right? And then you go to the doctor, they put a cast on you. And then few 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 months later, you take the cast off. Your leg is is back healed. Mm-hmm. But then, how do you fix your mind? Yeah. How do you fix your mind? How do you fix the scar? Yeah. It's not like your skin. No and Jason, you made that. a good point too, right? Mm-hmm. When you talk about the body, when you talk about the body being perfect, when you say you you run, you get a, a scar. Right. Who says put scab on you right now? Right, right, right. You said the body heals right. itself, right? Right, right, right. But but who heals your mind? So it's called the specific adaptation to imposed demand. It's called the said principle. So that means whatever you do repeatedly on the body will eventually adapt to it. So that's something that's important to consider when we're talking about these things. However, there's something that you also can do to make sure that your body adapts to a specific behavior as well. And you, it takes discipline. This is why disciplines actually are taught. Yeah, I got that. Shown. But who heals so your mind? You have to heal your mind because nobody's going to come out the, co- the sky yeah, with a cape tools, to save though. you. So the rest of your body does everything else it's supposed to do, but you in complete control because of, that, the, of, the, of the sickness in your own because, mind. Because the way, in which, the way in which you heal your mind, you have to actually put your body in a, 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 a repeated a period of time you have to put your body you have to put your mind you have to write these things down you have to p- create some sort of disciplinary action to break you out of the course of those but Jay, thoughts everything you're saying is a therapy. contradiction of what you say you're you always come on here you say your body is perfect mm-hmm. you're, you're perfect tell people that you're perfect 
So how can me, a man that's made mistakes, free my but own you, mind? Wait, wait. You've only made, you've only made mind. mistakes in a man-made world. R. Kelly was only a criminal when when Hugh Hefner wasn't. These people, are, you you got to no, consider no, 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 the no. fact that we, these we, are man-made let's, let's, laws let's that your mistakes lie. No, no, no. Let's man. go back to what we talked you heal about. Your mind, you heal your, mind, you heal your mind with prayer. I'm just, you heal your mind with meditation. I just want the answer. Wait, you, you, hold on. Ray Lewis is not here, but I'm here to open up the book Shout of God. Shout out to Ray. But, yeah, uh, he watching right now. He watching right now. <laughs> He's watching right I now. I believe you heal your mind. But, but with, I want the answer though. But I think prayer. so. I hold on. I, I I know you're not gonna run from the question yeah. because I want to make sure that I'm hearing the question right. Understanding that you're saying, how do, how does the mind heal itself? Because the body yeah. heals itself. Right. And the mind is a part of the body. The mind is a part of the and body. And you're saying, Jay, you require resources and tools to help heal the mind. Therapy. The, the same way you but, go to physical no. therapy when but your arm breaks. to so, Jason's point, hold on. Jason, are you saying the mind can heal itself without yeah. resources? Yes. Or that. take it back. So, I mean, so I, whichever Estrada want to answer the question, <laughs> yes. answer the yeah, question. What, what I'm saying is that what I'm okay, saying is that the body can heal itself with nature's resources. Okay. And when you guys are thinking about I always bring it back to this. What are you putting into your what are you putting into your uh your body every single day? Are you putting in foods that's gonna make you actually go into a demonic place? Are you putting in foods that's gonna give you life? You have foods that are gonna shorten the amount of oxygen you can take in on a daily basis? Are they gonna increase? And all of these things play a factor into how you actually make judgments on a daily basis. Okay. So how do we heal the mind? So yeah. I just told you, you have to use nature's resources. And that you has a lot to do with it. I don't buy that. So hold on one second. Okay. I, I want Wes Strata to get in here on this because I, you, get, you probably have a different opinion. My opinion is simple as this. You heal your mind and soul with meditation, prayer, and talking to God and detaching from everything but your soul. So you have to get in tune with your soul and... You know, to Jason's point, nature is available to you. But just like a computer, when you pack all this information and in all these different apps in a computer, at some point it's going to overload and explode. It's gonna glitch. You have to detach <laughs> from things uh, to get your to actually free your mind. But now, you're, you're speaking now, from now, an educated man. You know, no, but well, here's I, the thing. I, I'm, no, I'm gonna, here's the thing. I'm but you asking you me how is how you how you uh, fix it? Exactly. Everybody ain't gonna fix it. But you're but but if I'm already if I'm already in a fucked up state of mind. How you're not I gonna know that? to meditate and do all, and, and, and do all yeah, that. So, I got, I, uh, so you're gonna listen, continue listen, to be on, fucked on, up. Listen, 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 listen here. Everybody can't here, be cured. Here. I got personal experience there with this because my best friend, yeah, I mean, my childhood, I always hear you talking. Yeah, I mean, been been crazy going on 15 years now. You feel me? Lost it. My my best friend, and you know, you talking about talking to God and everything. He would call himself God's son and everything, and talk to the voices in his head, and that just made people push him even further. We done put him in. Yeah, I mean, uh, John George up there, which is, which is a, a mental institute. Is he schizophrenic? Uh, Has he been diagnosed? Schizophrenic, okay. uh, known as a chemical imbalance. I, didn't oh, know, yeah. I used to come home from college. I used to talk to the doctors myself and be like, yo, what's going on with my best friend? Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, we, we, we like him. We just don't know what he's talking about. And the thing is, even to this day, like, he could have a conversation with me, but then he'll go off. The, the 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 rail and, and you know and, and he had, he has a family that loves him and the, the pay, pay for this support and everything and 
nothing has worked. So let me. I'm gonna, so I'm so gonna, my, my, my question is, what fixes that? No, you hold on. I, mean? I, I got your I question. Guarantee I guarantee you he this. had medications. Look. I guarantee you he had things to alter his his mind Psychology. and body in the in the psyche of the body and how it naturally works. Yeah. Let me get I'm in here speaking. for one second. One second. I'm gonna get okay, in for go one ahead. second. One second. One second. So because I just want to clarify and break it down because I understand what you're saying. I understand what you guys are saying because, and just answer this question. Do you feel that through his diet, absolutely, he would be able to correct that? Because I agree with you on meditation and things like that. And I agree with you because sometimes if I'm having a fucked up day, I can meditate and get myself together. But when we look at an extreme like that, is there, do you guys feel like, well, shit? I feel like it's definitely possible. And I I, I could put put my bet on that. You know, I have a friend just like that. My best friend growing up, the same thing happened to him when he was 14 years old. Um, This whole whole thing of of, uh, what we call, you know, America's form of, of mental health therapy has always been used with medication. These medications that will drive you crazy they actually make you more crazy than you actually absolutely are. i agree yeah. with you on but that we have but, never yeah. tried nature we have never tried these these well, homeopathic uh ways well we have but the other thing we have to no, we, have. We, we we can go back to science let some nature degree be, and let look nature at, be well, nature is nature is healing. also human beings who have let the herbs be <laughs> thy source of healing let but me be specific. human beings are nature as well and human beings develop skills to help other human beings. So your natural remedy could be this help from this other human being. The right, other thing right, we right. the, the, the I, other I, thing I that we that. have to point out, realize in, in a lot of these situations, science tells us, especially paranoid schizophrenia, starts to manifest itself around 19, 20, like right after high school. And so that's why people we go to high school with, and we be like, damn, damn how the hell bro, he like, end yeah, up like that? And, off, I, right? and I just learned that because, you know, working for the public defender's office, we did a lot of social histories and figuring out how people got to doing the things they did. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because they didn't have this history of it, we start realizing, we start researching like, oh, that's normal, 18, 19, 20, for these kind of things to to start manifesting itself. And the reason why the, the typical even nature won't work is because the, the one guy, his name is like Shaquille something. He got the, uh, the like, small arm, but he, he got drafted by the, uh, the Seahawks. Uh, his, his brother played in the league as well. I bring that up because his arm um, is deformed, for lack of a better term, but and there's nothing that nature can do to fix that. And that's how some of these mental health issues are is mm. is na- nature just not going to do that and it's just born with that with that deformity that's yeah, a great and I agree. do you what, agree with that absolutely that's no a great not point. i know you do yeah do you, <laughs> <laughs> josh do you, do you agree with that that um, there there are certain things that nature cannot when it comes to mental illness there's certain things that nature cannot fix um yes i wouldn't say nature is you know the full answer so yes i i agree with that okay. one thing i did want to add c note though of his partner because one one thing i do add let me put the A Pot- on that, my Pot- bad. Pot- Pot- let, me, Pot- get let me let me take away that ER. Pot- 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 let me let me take away that uh, ER. But I do want to say, um, who the people around him? Did he did he his foundation? Did he have both parents? He had he had um, he he had a strong. Did he have know, a? He had, he 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 had he had a big family. His family is actually like my family. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. Like um um you know to tell you the truth, he 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 had a little a lot of support 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I got back from college where I saw the change, and mm-hmm. you know, and it was like from taking like e pills and shit like that, yeah, yeah. which drugs which, which, which okay. caused. So, 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 then, so now so there we go. So now we have a, now we have a corporate, but we also have to remember, guys, we got Travis Scott doing McDonald's commercials. Oh, wait, with, hold on, wait. With, that's not with food that's gonna poison our minds to actually uh, go do. We, we can go there. We, we can go there, but we ain't there yet. But drugs, I'm there. I'm just I'm just saying. Let me bring it. No, let me. Curse. Let me yes, bring it back to what I was saying. Let me bring it back curse. to what I'm saying because he asked the question, can nature cure it? I disagree. I, I believe nature can cure everything. If everybody in this room went plant-based, there wouldn't be no mental illness. It's a fact. It's the reason why there's so What's much the mental fact? You know what? The fact no, is, that's a, that's a, hold on, hold on. The fact hold on, is, is that the fact, is, the fact is, is that the reason why we're there's mental illness is because we're going away from nature. We're looking at 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 all this this social construct, Look, the United States. We're looking for wing, people maybe. for lawyers to solve issues yeah, for us yeah. when we can solve yeah. them. When like we can solve them right in the household, yeah. they they're right in your backyard. Yeah, but the reason, but the reason I said nature can't cure by itself because I think there's a variety of different you know resources available. You know, talking to somebody to like Jay, I think talking to people do help you. It's therapeutic. You know, just like this is therapeutic. So I wouldn't think it's one thing, but you asked me how would I fix it? And when you detach from something and clean out, you know, all the negative demonic spirits in you. You detox and then you reboot. It's like detox a computer. It ain't gonna and make and his it, arm grow and any it, full. And there's nothing unnatural going into your body. You you slowly cleansing yourself. It's, it's like a natural little. Um, so it can make blind people see and everything like that. If we all went black. All right, knock <laughs> it off. Hold on, even, hold on, not, hold on. I'm not even not, don't go there. Shout, <laughs> out to, shout out to Doctor Seth. Don't go there, uh, but Wes. Tell the people where they can find us because we got to wrap this up. Hey, and 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 here's the thing. Like I said, Jason dropped a bar. He did. And it makes me want to come back and do another show based on some of the things that Jason talked about. Because if he's saying you can cure some of this shit with a plant-based diet, the people need to know about that. Absolutely. The people need to know what they should be sure, eating. Sure, everything. Yeah, I don't know everything. if he said everything, but he we said definitely everything. talked he about mental health. He said it wouldn't be illness. no mental health. It wouldn't be no mental no. And, and Well, we go, we're, no. let's explore that. But before we get into that for an, another time, tell the people where they can find us because I know they definitely want to hit, hit us up. To get some information on this plant-based diet. Yes, sir. We are at We Not For Sale. That's W-E-K-N-O-T-F-O-R-C-E-L-L on Instagram. And, um, you know, hit us up. You know, email us. Same at We Not For, we not for Sale at Gmail. And, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely uh, elaborate on these Let us know. Topics. I mean, we, we, we talking some, some good shit tonight. Let us know what you think, you know. Please do. Uh, but at the end of the day. Validation is for parking. And we Suckers. are not for sale. <laughs> and we not for sale. <laughs> sale. For suckers. Don't eat McDonald's. <laughs>